My name is Andrew Bustamante, and this is Everyday Espionage. I was passing through rural Pennsylvania when I got an unexpected invitation from a friend to visit him in New York. Now, the friend was headed to New York for work, and he wanted me to come up there because he worked with some folks that might have a shared background with me, either militarily or even in the world of covert operations. So it was a personal invitation to come out, but the connections that he was trying to build for me could become professional connections. Now, I was in Pennsylvania, and the invitation was in New York, and I was in rural Pennsylvania, which is even further away from New York City. So essentially, I was being invited on a 200-mile trek to go have beer with the boys. And it was a hard invitation because I was enjoying Pennsylvania. It was springtime. The weather was perfect. My family was happy. And that's not always the case when you're living in a 32-foot motorhome with two children and your wife of nine years, right? The travel and the road starts to make people tired and frustrated, but here we were happy and enjoying ourselves and enjoying each other's company, and I was getting an invitation to leave it all to go to New York. So the idea of that trip was not a fun idea. It sounded like work. It sounded like a hassle, I didn't want to say no to my friend right away, so I started looking at travel options to see how I would even go about getting there. And when I started to research the travel available to me from rural Pennsylvania to New York City, man, hassle turned into a full-blown headache. I was two hours by car away from Baltimore, which had all the easiest ways of transferring from Baltimore to New York. But the flights from Baltimore to New York were outrageous that weekend. Train tickets weren't any better. So I I didn't want to give up that easily, so I decided to look at some alternate ways of getting between Baltimore and New York, and I stumbled across the express bus. There it was, $25 from Baltimore to New York on the megabus. Now, I haven't been on a bus since I was 22 years old. And getting to Baltimore was still an hour and a half in the making on its own. So it was a really hard idea for me to think about an hour and a half drive to Baltimore to then have a two-hour bus ride from Baltimore to New York. And that was when I started hearing a little voice in the back of my head say, you don't need to go. You can just say no. You should just say no. You need to set some boundaries. Now, many of you know the voice that I'm talking about because it's the voice of corporate trainers across the country. It's the voice of self-help gurus. It's the voice of small business books and lifestyle bloggers. Everybody wants you to set boundaries. Everybody wants you to police your boundaries, teach other people your boundaries, hold your boundaries. They think that boundaries are a good thing, but they're not. Boundaries are a lie. They're a very appealing, very inviting, very easy to sell lie, but they are a lie. 
And the reason I call them a lie is because setting the boundary is only half of the truth. And anything less than the full truth is a lie. You see, the other half of the truth in setting boundaries, the half that nobody wants to talk about, is called the boundary tax. It's the tax that you have to pay for the boundaries that you set. Now, boundary taxes are a lot like normal taxes. They're complicated, they're difficult to calculate in advance, they are very painful to pay. They are essentially the cost of saying no, the cost of setting the boundary at all. As an example, let's say that I invite you out to coffee. Once I give you that invitation, you have a choice. You can say yes, or you can say no. If you say yes, you are agreeing to take on a certain amount of risk and a certain amount of work, right? To meet me for coffee, you're going to have to find a way to get there. You have to prepare for what is likely to be an intense conversation with me, and you have to manage a bunch of what-ifs. What if I don't show up? What if the coffee's not good? What if I drone on for too long and you get stuck with the bill? What if saying yes to that cup of coffee just wasn't worth it? But if you say no to the invitation, you don't take on any of that risk. You don't take on any of that work. You save yourself the hassle and you keep things nice and simple. Now that sounds like an easy choice, right? Except for the boundary tax. That cost of saying no. Because what if the conversation that you and I have over coffee is interesting? And what if I can connect you with someone that helps you in your career or your business? What if the coffee is amazing? What if I teach you something new? What if the conversation ends on time and I pay the bill and you go home happier than you were when the day started? Does any of that sound like too much work? Does any of that sound like too much risk? Does it sound like a hassle? I hope not. But that is the boundary tax. That is the cost of what you pay to say no. The boundary tax is something very real. It's so real that I was trained to recognize and combat it when I was with CIA. You see, at CIA, we had a mantra. And the mantra went like this. Everybody is worth a cup of coffee. Everybody is worth a cup of coffee. That is totally contrarian and completely opposite to what people are teaching us in the business world today. Instead, people are saying that you should only spend time with people who are worthy of your time, that you need to be particular and you need to be specific and you need to protect your time and you need to invest your time and you can't just spend it on anybody. Don't waste your time. But here the elite intelligence operators of the world are chanting to each other and to themselves that everybody is worth a cup of coffee. And we say that because we recognize that you never know the value of an opportunity until you take it. And even if the opportunity is a net loss, even if you don't gain anything out of it, you still had to try. Because in espionage, nothing is what it seems to be. A cook 
could have access to state secrets. A cab driver could be related to a senior military official. A drug dealer or a deadbeat could provide the exact whereabouts of a high-ranking terrorist leader. When you're a spy, the boundary tax is always too high to pay. The cost of saying no counted in American lives is just too expensive. And on that day that you get that one cup of coffee with that one person who helps you save American lives, you instantly forget every inconvenience, every hassle, every bit of work, every bit of risk that ever came before from saying yes. Don't trust the lie about boundaries. No matter how attractive it sounds, believe me when I tell you that there is a cost to the boundaries that you set. So I told my wife I was going to go to Baltimore. I told her I was going to take an Uber, catch a bus from Baltimore to New York, and then do the whole trip in reverse the next day. It was going to be about seven hours in round-trip travel and about $400 in sunk cost, but I was committed. I was going to go. And in that way that my wife always surprises me, she just chuckled and said, have fun. So at 4.30 the next day, I was on an Uber. I was headed to Baltimore. And four hours later, I was navigating the New York subway after getting off the bus, trying to find my way to Wall Street to meet my buddy. By lunchtime, I was fried. I was sweaty. I stunk. I was hungry. I was tired. And I got a text message. And that text message changed everything. The beer and the hanging out with the boys that I was expecting to do in New York was suddenly trumped by a private invitation to the Grand Havana Room, an iconic and elite hangout for New York socialites and politicians. Everybody that I had gone to New York to meet was invited. So guess who they invited to join them in the Grand Havana Room? Me. I was totally unprepared, but it didn't matter. When they asked me to go, was I going to pay the boundary tax? No way. So I found a way. I found a way to get dressed. I found a way to dress right and to look good. And I went with them to the Grand Havana Room. And later that night, I left the Grand Havana Room reeking of cigar smoke. But it was okay, because after a few hours in that high-profile space, I was suddenly on a first-name basis with some of the most powerful and influential people I had ever met. But it didn't just stop there. Because while I was shaking hands and smiling through my exhaustion and the cigar smoke in the Grand Havana room, I kept saying yes. I said yes to a private breakfast at the Regency Hotel the next morning. I said yes to a private social event at Trump International Hotel in D.C. the next week. I said yes to a private fundraiser that ended up swarmed with Secret Service because a special guest from the White House was expected. Every one of those yeses came with a possible hassle, and the hassle was worth it. The costs were worth it, because by the end of it all, my business and my network and my knowledge had all grown exponentially. 
and they grew because I was unwilling to pay the boundary tax. You can refuse to pay the boundary tax too. We all have boundaries in place. We have all put up walls and barriers to try to protect ourselves from what we think might be a waste of time. We are all safeguarding our time against potential opportunities that we don't even recognize are out there. So my question to you is what boundaries do you have in place? Maybe it's that you refuse to turn off Netflix at night and pick up that book that your friend recommended to you. Maybe it's the invitation that you keep ignoring to go to some inconvenient networking group after work one day. Maybe it's the call that you're getting to go out and have friendly beers with a friend of yours who has someone they want you to meet. I am aware that you're listening to a podcast right now that tries to encourage you to break the rules, ignore conventional wisdom, and stop paying the boundary tax. Is, is this podcast one of the ways that you are refusing to take action? Are you paying a boundary tax to listen and not act? I don't know what your boundary is. But I want to encourage you to break it down. Leave it shattered in your wake. Leave it behind you. Never look back again. There are people setting boundaries all around you. Let them pay the boundary tax. Let them miss out on opportunities. Let them lose while you win. You can reap the reward of saying yes. You can stop paying the boundary tax. And when you do, When you take the benefits that come to you because of opportunities no one else sees, that is Everyday Espionage. Everyday Espionage is dedicated to one thing, educating everyday people. I know that not everybody will listen, but those who listen will learn. If you learned something new today, click subscribe review and share the podcast with a friend. I have so much more to share with you. Find me on social media at Everyday Spy or on my website www.everydayspy.com. And if you are up for a special challenge, check out Operation Real Time and let me take you on an authentic spy training mission. Above all else, remember that knowledge is freedom.